Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is the Echoes Unlimited podcast. Today, I have the privilege of talking to one of my good friends from school, <laughs> the man himself, Marcos. How are you? Good, good. And yourself? Chilling, you know, enjoying these last few weeks before we head back to Maris, you know. Yeah. You know what it is. Yes, and yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Marcos is the assistant to uh, Jake Paul, one of the biggest entertainers, YouTubers. He does a lot of different stuff, and Marcos helps him out with his everyday. And people don't know, he's also a professional videographer and photographer as well. Yes, sir. Videographer, photographer, editor, do it all, man. I, I still do work uh, for Jake every now and then doing, you know, filming for him or um, editing some videos for him. But not as much, not as much as I used to when I first started with him, for sure. Yeah, like, didn't you start as a, um, as like a video I, person or? Yeah, oh, I mean, when I started with him, I started with him back last May. I started with him as an editor. I was actually an assistant editor, um, and I started off as that. I was doing that for a couple months for him, and then the person that uh, hired me, uh, a part of his team, which was his creative director, Ari, um, he, he got let go by Jake, so then I kind of took over his position a bit. I started doing a little bit more filming, more editing, um, and then I... I got in touch with a friend of mine from Miami to be my assistant editor for Jake. And then from there, it was kind of like, uh, I grew into being his uh, day-to-day manager assistant just because I was with him at that point for like six months. So he was looking for an assistant day-to-day because something happened with uh, his old one, like his, his previous one. It was like, he, he was starting to move on to like a family job. Right. And he hired this lady things didn't work out with her. She was on a trial for like a month. Things didn't work out with her. So then he ended up asking me if I wanted, if I was interested in that position. He thought I'd kill it. And also he liked the fact that I was able to pick up a camera when needed or edit something when needed. Right. Um, so I took over that position and I've been his day-to-day slash assistant since like November, the beginning of November, all the way up until now. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to get into a little bit more about like what you do every day. And, yeah. You know, the stuff, you, stuff you've experienced and all that. But, oh, man. Yeah. First, I want to talk a little bit about your past, you know. Yeah. Uh, what name, just go ahead, uh, name drop some of the companies and people you've worked with, uh, just leading uh, this opportunity. So while in college, I was working with like Nike, Adidas. In high school, I was working with like Gatorade. I've worked with Jarvis Landry. I've worked with OBJ. I've worked with, um, you know, Keenan Allen, um, Antonio Brown. Uh, I've worked with a ton of different athletes, mostly football players, but a ton of different athletes. Uh, um, up until you know, I went until I started working for Jake. I was filming at the Pro Bowl. Um, my sophomore year of high school, I mean, of, of college, I was working at the Pro Bowl uh, that February. And then, you know, a couple couple months later, I landed this uh, this little nice gig with Jake. Um, but yeah, just, those are just a, a few companies that I've worked with, um, a few athletes that I've had the pleasure of working with as well that I've become friends with over, you know, the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, that's that's 
basically just to name a few. Right. Right. And yeah. how did how did you get involved with, you know, camera and video editing and doing all this stuff? So, so as as dumb as it sounds, it actually started my sophomore year of high school. It was uh I saw a Jay Alvarez video, he's an influencer on like a internet influencer on Instagram and stuff, and he had this girlfriend named Alexis Run. And he used to make like travel videos and I saw one of his travel videos and I thought to myself, like, this is awesome. Like the lifestyle he has, like, uh, it's, it's dope. Also the videos he was making at the time, this was like 2015. It was crazy. I was like, what? This is insane. And I just thought to myself, I could do this. So I went ahead, bought myself a GoPro, uh, started filming on a GoPro, realized that I could start making videos like that, those travel videos. Yeah. So I started learning how to edit a little bit, and then I got myself a real camera, started taking some pictures, learning more about photography, um, started filming more, and then I started getting more into editing, started filming just random stuff, putting together little videos, started filming my high school football team, started making videos for them. Then I started working um, with a guy named Luke Losser, who was filming like high school football, and I worked with him for a bit. And then he proposed to me an opportunity that he passed up on, which was working for CBS Sports, filming like high school football games. I started doing that, editing that. Um, and then I met two guys, um, Chris and Ale, which basically held me grow into the person I am today in like the film world and photography world. They kind of like took me under their wing. I started like filming with them, going to like Nike stuff with them. They taught me how to edit more how to different things to film, like different um, angles, you know, and, and just storytelling behind videos. Uh, it's Chris taught me how to do, how to edit pictures, how to, how to really take pictures. Um, and that was basically, that's what really put me on was them. Cause I started doing Nike stuff with them, which led into Adidas stuff, which led into like battle sports, which is like a football gear company stuff, Gatorade stuff. It just like mostly everything was through them. But ever since that, really, uh, it just grew my passion for it. And I just started doing it more and more and more and more and more until, you know, I got to where I was building all those connections and relations. Absolutely. And so I find it like, that's crazy. You didn't, you're about what, 15 years old when you first picked up? Yeah. Yeah. I just turned 15. I got my GoPro uh, literally my 15th birthday. That was literally it. Yeah, that was my my fifteenth birthday uh, present, right there. That was it was the GoPro. That's crazy, bro. Like yeah. you think about people who do stuff for a lifetime. Here you are, just six years. You just turned twenty one a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just six yeah. years. You're you're already you know working with all these companies, big time YouTubers, and yeah, it's impressive. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's like a lot of people look at it and they're like, oh well, like. You know, it was just like perfect time, you know, right, right, um, right place, right time. And it's just like mm, in high school, it was like everybody was worried about like partying and like hanging out with friends. I was more of like, okay, if I start working now to where I want to be in college, I'll be in college where I want to be. Right. right. So then I was working in high school. I didn't go to any parties during the weekends. I just film and work and edit and, you know, do stuff to better the craft. Um. And then I started meeting people, started doing more jobs, started traveling to film stuff. And it's like, by the time I was a senior, I was already plugged in with these companies to film with them, right? And then they're impressed as well. It's like, oh, 
we have a high school senior filming for us for like Nike. It's like, wow, imagine him four years from now when he finishes college or like two years from now. Right. Like what he could learn from the professionals that we have. So it was like, I sacrificed a lot in high school, right? And a bit in college to get to where I am just because I know that's what I wanted to do and like a party versus like hanging out with like Jarvis Landry or like Antonio yeah. Brown or like the Pro Bowl is like, doesn't even compare. Like a party's over there, always there, but that opportunity to film at the Pro Bowl and meet all these athletes is like, that's a once in a lifetime thing, especially when you're, you know, when you're there to make connections, when you're there to like showcase that you're a young kid and you you have all this talent and you have all this like, you know, all these well-known people around you. It's like, you could, like I took pictures of just like random athletes at the Pro Bowl mm-hmm. and show them to Jarvis, say, like, oh, I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna plug you up with, uh, you know, Keenan Allen. Show you some of, I'm gonna show him some of the videos you took or some of the pictures you have for him or Jamal Adams. Like I'm gonna show him some of the pictures you took of him. And it's like from there, it's like now I have another plug, you know, and now I'm plugging in with him because I took pictures of him. He loved the pictures. And it's like now he wants to, you know, do work with me because of the pictures that he saw. And it's like he also sees that, I'm a young kid too, you know, so it's like that that's where I, I really sacrificed was to put myself in a position where it's like I, I'm doing what I want to do and I'm gaining a lot from it. Absolutely. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit later about the importance of networking, but like like you just alluded yeah. to, like networking is literally how you you are where you are today and how how exactly how important that is to your craft and to anyone's craft pretty much exactly even even now um even while working with jake it's like and the the amount that i've done in the year that i've been working with jake it's just it, it's insane like i've met so many people so many people even after working with jake it's like i still have these connections that are willing to help me and willing to work with me right. just because they know like it's more of like a respect thing like yeah i've been with jake for a year now over a year and it's like they respect that it's like loyalty type stuff and then it's like they see the work that I do and also like the professionalism that I bring so it it just goes like more into just like networking with people it just goes more into like building a relationship like a long-term relationship with these people not just like networking with them because there's something that you want to get or want to do it's more like networking with them to build a relationship a personal relationship right for for years to come yeah yeah absolutely and what was it like growing up I know you're from Miami yeah so growing up it was very I I grew up without a dad I grew up with a mom you know two sisters a brother they were older uh I'm the youngest so my my brother is 28 29 right and he's like the younger older one so I have a sister that's 31 sister that's 30 brother that's 28 29 so I'm the youngest one mm-hmm. so there's obviously a big age difference there so obviously like I didn't have they're always doing their own thing they were in high school or whatever college when I was younger and then um, my mom was always traveling for work so I was really independent I did a lot of stuff myself like I played basketball and stuff you know I played different sports didn't really have family come out because they're always busy no big deal but I was really independent. Everything I did was more secretive, not secretive, but like always kept to myself. Right. Um, and I always did everything like myself. I didn't have my mom to like, you know, put me in like basketball lessons or like to train and stuff like that. Or I didn't have my mom like 
teach me how to film and edit. I didn't have, I didn't really have any of that. Like it was mostly like independent work. Like I learned how to do stuff on YouTube myself. And then I'd show my mom. She's like, where'd you learn how to do this? This is not your work. I'm like, yeah. It's like over time, I've just been practicing. It's like, oh, you're so private now. Yeah. Like, yeah, because I don't want to bug you guys. You guys are all busy. But it was mostly like, I grew up a very independent child, doing stuff like a lot myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's good because now it's like, okay, my mom was on vacation, right, in Europe when I moved to LA. And it was crazy because when I started working for Jake, it was literally like from one day to the next, right? Yeah. I was talking to Ari. He said, we want to fly you out tomorrow. I'm like, okay, cool, let's do it. Books my flight for the next day. I didn't even tell my mom at this point. Right. And I say, as I'm like leaving to the airport, I tell her, Hey, uh, I'm going to LA. And she's like, What? When are you coming back? I'm like, I don't know. So it turned out to be the craziest part, it turned out to be that moment when I went to LA. I didn't go home till November. Bro. I moved to I do I moved to LA. And the craziest part is I thought I was on like a two week trial. Yeah. I literally packed I packed a carry on suitcase with about like six seven pairs of underwear like six seven pairs of socks and i was living with jake for bro for for months remember yeah like almost six months months. and yeah i was literally living at jake's right from what turned into a trial turned into me living there which turned into me living there for the last year i just got my own apartment like last month but i was living with jake for a whole year and it's like i didn't know that i was going to be moving to la (laughs) It was one of those things where my mom was like, what? Like, I told him, like, oh, I'm moving to L.A. Yeah. And it was just like, she didn't even know about any of it. She didn't know I was working with Jake until like a week of me being there. Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was, like I said, I'm just a very independent person. And it's just like, it's easy for me to move around just because it's like, yeah, I have my family and stuff. But it's like, growing up, I did most of it myself. I right. was mostly alone most of the time. Right. So it's easier for me. Same thing when I went to college. It's like. I wanted to get out of Florida. I went to New York. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know anybody. I didn't know anybody when I when I started going to Maris. I didn't know a single person. Yeah. And it was like my mom was so worried and stuff. I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it turned out pretty well, you know. Um I met yeah. you like two weeks into not even two weeks. We were like we were two you were two doors down from me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like the first meeting we had. It was like the first like dorm like floor meeting we had. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who's this little dude with like the? I would always walk by your room. And I was like, this dude has like the most organized setup I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I'm like, this is my type of dude. And then we started hanging out. Yeah. Like, oh, this is this is a good dude. Man. We started, yeah, we started hooping. We started hanging out. It was all like, I remember our floor was all messy, dude. It was yeah. all full of dudes that were messy. All full of dudes that go to the bar every weekend. Yeah. Was, yeah. Crazy. Like, we were the only two dudes that would, like, stay in on a Friday and just hang out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I do, like, I was swimming for the football team at the time. So I'd just stay in, get those video edited for game day Saturdays. Right. You know, so I'd get those pictures edited. I'd get those videos edited, all that. So I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about, like, growing up and uh, what you did in middle school and high school. You said you played a lot of sports. Like, what else did you do? You played, yeah. you played sports. You 
Yeah, I was in, um, a lot of people don't know this, but I was actually like a thespian. I did a lot of acting too. From oh, like no sixth way. grade. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, I was in, bro, I was in, I was in plays from like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. I was in those skits. I was a thespian, so I would travel yeah. for like acting competitions for my school. I was in like their, their troop, their thespian troop. Um, yeah, I, I, I did all of that, man. I did all of that. That's crazy. I it was it was it was up until my my junior year of high school that I was doing that. Mm-hmm. The last play I was yeah the last play I was in was my junior year of high school. Man. Damn. I was in all of that all of that Broadway singing stuff, bro. Do you think you'll ever get back into that? Like do any YouTube nah. or whatever. No, nah, a lot of people ask me like you should do a channel, and I'm like nah. Nah, I like to keep my stuff not on that like that. Like that. We're talking. Platform? Yeah, we we're talking. Uh, like a couple months ago, about like, like doing a YouTube channel, like what it's like to be like Jake's assistant, because uh, Logan's assistant has a YouTube channel, right? And she's oh, really? busting out like a hundred thousand subscribers. Oh damn. For like her day to day life, and I'm like, what? Like it's not even like it's not even crazy. Like she just basically like feeds his animals, yeah, runs errands, and just like chills at the house. I'm like, dude, what? Like I can't imagine what you what this type of stuff you could put in. Like, yeah. So yeah, there's been like talks about that. I don't know about you that to be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, you should do it if you really, really want to. You know? uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll we'll see, but from right now, from what it looks like, it, uh, I don't have time to be doing that. Right, right, yeah. Uh, so let's talk about your experience at Marist College. Uh, how yeah. You spent what a year? It was two like years. It was two semesters. Yeah, it was like it was like a it was like a a year and a semester, and then my yeah. second semester. Of my second year, I You're switched online. Fine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say freshman year was fun. It was cool. I met a lot of people. It was it was fun, you know. But then like after, after that first year of just going to the bars every weekend, you know, going to all these parties every weekend, and just doing the same thing over and over again, it's like, bro, it gets repetitive. And it's by the second year, it's like, okay, yeah, like here we go again, same thing. <laughs> Same parties, same people, same bars, you know, same people are going out. It's Mm -hmm. all the same stuff. And at that point, I just wanted to really focus more on like, and at the time I had a girlfriend, so that really occupied a lot of my time. True. Um, But I just wanted to, and I was traveling more. I was doing more stuff with like Nike, Adidas, Gatorade. I was traveling more. And I just really wanted to focus on that. So the alternative to me being on campus and traveling every single weekend was me just doing online classes. Because yeah. it was, was so much easier. I'd be on campus. Um, you know, I'd I'd come back Monday or Tuesday morning. So I, I didn't have classes on Monday. So I'd come back like Tuesday morning, straight to class, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, I'd have classes. Thursday, I'd sometimes leave, right? To go like to shoot some event for battle or shoot some event for, for Nike. Either I'd leave Thursday or Friday. And it's the same thing. I'd be gone Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'd come back either Tuesday morning, early morning, or or Monday night. And it was just like after doing that consecutively for 
five, six, seven, eight, nine weeks. Yeah. It's like, wow, that just puts a toll on you because you're just constantly moving. You know, it's like, yeah, I have schoolwork. Now I have to prep because I have to edit this stuff. You know, I have to go to class. Now I got to do laundry and repack again. Now I have to take, you know, I have to take the train to Grand Central. Train's the one. I had to go to take hour and a half train ride to Grand Central. Then I had to take like a bus, 40 minute bus to the airport, fly. And it's the same thing over and over again. And then even coming back, it was the same thing. Take a bus to Grand Central, Grand Central hour and a half train ride, Uber from the Poughkeepsie train station to Marist straight to class. Like I literally drop off my suitcase, grab my book bag straight to class. Yep. And it's like, after a while, it just takes a toll after doing that for, you know, like I said, six, seven, eight, nine months, I mean, weeks, it's like, dude. Right. And then also having to, to film the football practices at eight in the morning. For yeah. Paris, it was like, wow. And then that's when it starts taking a toll. Absolutely. So then it's like, you're not getting any sleep, you're not getting any rest. You're just on the go. And it's just like, the best thing to do is just switch to online school. Absolutely. And And how did that go, the semester online? It went good, actually. Um, so when I switched, I had to switch my major. I was um, a film and TV productions major. And then when I switched to online, I had to switch to a communications major. So when I switched to a communications major, I actually had more credits. I had more credits in communications, which put me at being able to graduate like a half year early. Mm-hmm. So then I just took some extra classes online in the winter and in the summer. And I was able to graduate a whole year early. So I actually just graduated in May. Oh, bro, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so I just, thank you. So yeah, I just uh, just graduated in May. So I'm completely done with Marist. I I was able to graduate in three years. Yeah. And it was just like, it was good. You know, it wasn't too crazy. Uh, A lot of online stuff is the same. It's pretty much like recycled work, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. It's just teachers giving, they're just giving the same, um, giving the same work every semester. And it's like the teachers that you're getting to the professors you're getting are pretty much all the same. Yeah. Like I had the same professor. Um, I had the same professor like three times on my online class. All right. So, wow. I did not know you were online that whole yeah. time. Bro, I thought, yeah. I thought that you were done. That you're probably just, you know, working full time. You know, he dropped out. <laughs> yeah, like not, not no. in that sense, but like you had a full time job. Like you, you were straight. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. I mean, the way that I divided it was I just did my stuff in the morning. I just wake up earlier, um, and I just get my stuff during, during the, before like even Jake woke up or anything like that. Before anybody was up, I just got my assignments done. And then just continue with my day. Or I'd, or I'd get stuff done, like, during the night. Right before I go to bed, i just knock out some assignments. And that was basically it. Sorry. It wasn't anything crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart, too. And then, um, so talk, talk about, like, that timeline from, like, leaving Marist to working with Jake. Like, what, what happened between that? So, all right, let me see. So yeah, I, I left Marist, I moved out, right, went back to Miami. I was in Miami for a bit, but I was traveling more often. Mm-hmm. Um I did visit I did visit Marist twice though. 
Yep, I saw you. I visited Marist. Yeah, I visited Marist in like March of that of that semester, mm-hmm. which was last year. Um, March, and then I visited Marist at like the end of like April for like the Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. party. Yeah. So I came. I came for that, and then um that was about like beginning of may right i was filming i was filming rolling loud in miami right so i started filming that and then i was already in talks like a couple days before i was in talks with ari about coming out to la and then he wanted me to come out like the day that rolling loud was starting which was friday but i thought i can't i'm filming rolling loud right it has to be monday so he says, okay, books my flight for Monday. But it was Sunday is when we talked again. He didn't answer for a bit. Sunday, he hits me up and he's like, I'm going to book your flight. I'm booking it for in the a.m., 6, 6 a.m., first flight out of Miami. I'm like, okay, wow. So Sunday finishes, right? I didn't get home till about 2.30 in the morning from filming Rolling Loud. I had no laundry, right? So I had to do laundry. I was tired. I, I started filming 9 a.m., right? Uh-huh. And every morning, every day was the same. I'd finish around 2.30, 3, 3.30. I'd get home around that time to be awake by like 8 a.m. to be there by 9. So I get back at like 2.30, start, film, uh, start doing my laundry, start packing, head to the airport at 5 a.m. Still haven't slept. Uh, I have a five and a half hour flight to LA straight from the airport. It was 45 minute, you know, Uber ride, Jake's house. Yeah. Right. I get a quick little house tour, right. Ari greets me quick little house tour. I yeah. go straight into editing. <laughs> I didn't finish editing till about two, three in the morning that first day. Yeah. So I, I'm, I, I was literally didn't sleep for over 24 hours that first day but yeah that's when I started working with Jake and then it was the same thing I'd wake up every morning you know I'd be working already start editing by 9 a.m and then it was the same thing every day so it was a lot of editing the first like two months of mm-hmm. working with him um but uh, there's not much of a like a, a crazy timeline in between when I left from Maris to when um I started working with Jake Right. It was like two, two or three months in between. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I had left, I want to say like, I want to say like the end of January. Because February I was filming the Pro Bowl, like the first two weeks of like February. Mm-hmm. I was filming Pro Bowl. And then I was in Miami traveling. And then that's when I went to Maris the first time in March. And then the second time at the end of April. Okay. So, yeah, and I haven't been, I haven't been back since then. Right. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Man, a lot, a lot has definitely changed though. A lot has changed. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest visiting anytime soon because this whole semester, upcoming semester, is probably not gonna be fun, like as yeah. as usual. But senior week, man. If you can, if you can make it down here for senior, I'm with it. The class you came in with, oh man, bro, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it for, for you know, for bar crawl, yeah, house crawl. I'm I'm, I'm with it all. Right, absolutely, bro. It would be it would be awesome to have you have you come back. But, uh, so you mentioned like, 
first day it took like you you went 24 hours without sleeping like it never occurred yeah. to be like yo jake man i'm sorry like i haven't slept let me just well, no well the thing is when i when i first got there i didn't i didn't really have a conversation with him for like the first three days okay so oh. like i didn't i didn't talk to him he was like doing his own thing and he didn't really know who i was right um but no nah, i didn't do that because it's like I was there at first for a trial so obviously I wanted to prove that I was good enough right but, uh, I don't care I was just like pushing through it I just needed to, I was doing what I needed to do absolutely and it's like those two weeks turned into a month trial which turned into a month and a half trial which turned into two months trial which then turned into like me being there and working there you know so it, it all worked out you know it all yeah. definitely worked out yeah like how did what what do you think he he saw in you in those in those first like well jake not not only jake but like the whole team saw in you in like the, um, the first few months because like i was, was you're such a hard worker but like you're one of the most organized people i've ever seen in my life so i think that's what it was that i was just working hard i i didn't you know i didn't get up to go eat spend an hour eating you know i'd eat while i was editing yeah. i didn't like, I wasn't, like, messing around. I was just straight the whole day, just wired in editing. It was, um, yeah, I think that's what it was, the organization and then the hard work. Mm-hmm. So, I think that, yeah, yeah, that's what he definitely saw. And then he, he like, recognized that later on at about, like, a, a month, two months in. That's when he started to recognize that more. Yeah. And, and what did you know about him? prior to working um not to be honest not much i wasn't one that like watched his vlogs or anything like that like i wasn't on youtube like that i was mostly on youtube to watch like different creators and different editing things and like different stuff like that i wasn't on there to watch like youtubers yeah maybe like david dobrik but like besides that like i wasn't on there like that but like to me he was just a normal dude you know (laughs) he was just a normal dude that makes videos Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't anything like insane as people put it out to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then so getting into like what what you do as your job, like what are some of your responsibilities? You know, what is it like to work with Jake Paul, and you know, what's a typical day? Um, wow, a typical day. I mean, it depends what the what the day is looking like. It it twitches up often but basically like some of the roles that I have are like I play a more administrative role okay with Jake. so I'm more of like hands-on with like his lawyers or like his mom to deal with like legal stuff or like more hands-on with like scheduling stuff for him with his business partners um any business meetings that go on anything with like key people that he meets with or like even so within our team you know, keep our team organized, make sure our team is taken care of when we travel, when when anything needs to be scheduled. Um, also taking care of his schedule, making sure that when he gets somewhere, it's already taken care of, making sure that everything's scheduled on time, making sure that, you know, um, every event throughout his day runs smoothly. You know, if we're going to a meeting with somebody, it's like everything is, I take care of everything prior to that. Any paperwork he has to do or anything like that, it's already taken care of um yeah just basically anything he has to do i make sure to like just make his life easier and just 
make sure it's already taken care of, like being one step ahead, right? Essentially, yeah. Um, if it goes with like booking Airbnbs or booking flights or like for the team and all that stuff, or if he wants to go somewhere like the movies, making sure like tickets are bought in advance, you know, um, just different stuff like that, really. Um, and just like anything that needs to be done in the house, too. Um, like let's say there's a window broken, making sure that window's taken care of fast. Mm-hmm. You know, if anything's broken in the house, making sure it's taken care of fast. If we need anything in the house, making sure it gets ordered. Um, communicating with like the pool, the pool guy we have, or like the gardeners we have, or like anybody really. You know, just making sure everything runs smoothly mm-hmm. in the in his house and like with our team and with his schedule and anybody he's meeting with. So it's just like getting everything done for him before he even thinks about it right so you're just you're yeah. a lot of like the behind the scenes like the back exactly like, with vlogs and stuff like let's say we need to hire like some actors or whatever it's like i'll be the one to take care of that i'll be the one to make sure they're on time you know make sure everything's taken care of that they're paid and all that stuff you know yep. so it's all that really it's all behind the scenes stuff it's all you know stuff in his life that he needs to be run you yeah know? Yeah, absolutely. And and I'm sure he appreciates, you know, everything you do mm-hmm. in working with him. And uh, what do you think your your childhood and growing up and especially being as independent as you were, how do you think that helps you now? Um, I mean, it all goes with organization, really. Um, if I'm able to be organized with my life, it's easier to be organized with his life because I just know everything that's going on. You know, as long as I'm organized, it's it's pretty simple really mm-hmm. and just knowing stuff down to the details you know it's all about detail as well you know um it goes as far as knowing like you know like how cold he likes his ice bath you know it, it goes it, it literally goes as far as like knowing like i don't know how he likes his steak cooked right yeah or like what like vitamins he takes on a daily or like what he likes what he dislikes and all that stuff it, it goes as far as that so it's pretty simple if you're if if it's all organized and all like well maintained and and you know taken note of properly right and and how are you able to do that do you take a lot of notes or do you just yeah I, i write yeah i write stuff down but like over time it's like it's kind of embedded into my brain like i already know stuff like supplements and stuff or stuff that you take like vitamins like he is a boxer so he obviously takes proper treatment to to make sure his you know his recovery is perfect and all that so mm-hmm. it's like i know the vitamins he's taking by heart right you know i know how much he's taking i know when he takes it and all that stuff so yeah. it's like i already doing this for the you know for the amount of time that i've been doing it which is like i think like eight months now eight mm-hmm. yeah eight nine months or something like that it's like i already know uh, all this stuff by heart right yeah, absolutely. And like that, that's impressive because, you know, if you think about it, some people don't even know what each medication that they take themselves, you know, yeah. and, and not yeah. only do you have to worry about yourself, but you also have to worry about, you know, Jake Paul and Jake Paul is, he's a lot. Yeah. He, he's an entertainer. He's a yeah. boxer. He does all this, all this other stuff. So that, that's very, that's impressive. That's very important. Yeah. Yes, and, and so, uh, what have you learned 
uh, in working with him so far? What are some of the biggest um, life lessons? Um, definitely a lot of stuff with like money and how to properly take care of your money, um, which he's kind of taught me. Um, also about building relationships with people around. You never really know who somebody is. Um, that's probably the biggest one is building the relationships with people. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are super low key, but they're very valuable. Um, and it's like those people are the ones you want to build relationships with because they can benefit you in the long run. Even creating that, like I was mentioning before, even creating that personal relationship with them makes a, a big impact in your life. Right. So it's like, uh, it's also like about like being professional around, you know, certain environments. That's really going to help you a lot, actually. But he's always like he 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 really cares about a lot actually. Um, so also that like caring about a lot of stuff, meaning like people wise. He's right. a very like caring person when it comes to like a one on one interaction with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very so that that's also something do you, too. Do you think that's something that people don't see? Is you know how yeah yeah they they most uh, like a lot of people see like what's on you know on youtube and stuff didn't really see like what it's like as a person one-to-one and like yeah it probably hasn't been conveyed you know as much but it's like a lot of people think he's a shit person but it's really not like he takes care of like the people around him he takes care of his family he takes care of like his friends and all that so right yeah and people don't understand like you can only tell so much and like a five to ten minute vlog you know yeah and it's also like stuff he doesn't put out you know, it's stuff that's, like, more internal. Like, he doesn't want to put it out. It's mm-hmm. just, like, he just does it because he wants to do it. Right. You know, it's, like, an example is, like, him and my him and my girlfriend, you know, they were talking, and they threw me, like, a surprise party for my birthday. Mm-hmm. Not a surprise party, but, like, it was, like, uh, the people in the house, he, like, surprised me with some, like, shoes that I've been wanting for, like, perhaps some expensive shoes. Yeah. You know, they they got me cakes and stuff like that off the alcohol and all that stuff so they 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 he went out of his way to to make sure that was done which is really awesome so it's like stuff like that that he won't put out but like he'll, he does it amongst his team or amongst his family and all that stuff right yeah yeah and that's important to like let the people know around around you especially like how important you are to them and not have it not just just before like content or whatever yeah yeah i mean a lot of people like a lot of people don't see that amongst like youtubers and like tiktokers and all that stuff but it's like once you're in the scene of it it's like there's a lot of people that are like real people that care about the people around them that a lot of people don't see online they just go they base those people what off they see like on tiktok or youtube or any of that yep exactly and there's much more to to any person and i'm sure and like obviously like some people like put on a show obviously for like youtube and all that stuff you know but that's just what their audience wants right but if you meet them like in person it's like they're a completely different person they're normal people <laughs> they're not cringy any of that they're like you know right it's yeah. like a, a perfect example would be like like jojo siwa okay right like, she can be like a crackhead she can be like a crackhead yeah right um on youtube 
and in person it's like she's just an, our normal kid you know yeah. she's she's actually act more mature than when she acts on like because obviously her audience is little kids so she has to put on a show for them right you know so it's 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 like that mm-hmm. she's just a normal teenager you know? yeah absolutely. not any different not any different than you know any other high school teenager you know mm-hmm. so it's really what it is exactly and so what is what do you think has been your best experience so far in working with them man there there's definitely a ton um honestly one of the one of the best ones probably is fight in miami versus gib in oh, yeah. the end of january that was that was a crazy experience right that yeah was, uh, that's, uh that's going home for you right yeah 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 i mean i wasn't really with family too much just because i had to take care of a lot of stuff for the fight yeah also i was with jake a lot but like that was definitely a crazy cool experience so right it's gonna be different it's gonna be different now for his fight in september just because of the whole like covid stuff but it's still probably gonna be a crazy experience as well yeah nate robinson he's fighting nate robinson right yeah yeah man how's how's the planning been going for that um, it's definitely more relaxed just because it's like I'm not having to deal with like distributing like 200 tickets. Yeah. You know, I'm not having to deal with like a crazy amount of people and like all that. It's more relaxed because it's like there's not that much that's going on just because it's very much more restricted because of COVID. Yeah. And there's no audience. There's mm-hmm. no audience. It's like the only four people going to be with him or like his training and like his coaching staff yeah. for the fight. Yeah. So it's like nothing insane really. Mm-hmm. Like, are you Which is why it's so weird. That's why it's so weird because there's right. like nobody else involved. Right. Yeah. Like, are you going to be able to be there? Cause isn't, isn't it like Mike Tyson? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I am. Mm-hmm. Um, we still don't have full details yet, but we'll see. Yeah. But most likely. Yeah. Like that would be insane to like not only see Jake fight um Nate Robinson, but for that Mike Tyson. Be, yeah, the Mike Tyson fight. Yeah. That's gonna be insane. Fifty something year old Mike Tyson. Like that that's yeah. gonna be like that's bucket list for some people. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy, man. It's gonna be absolutely insane. And it's just like like even being like around that is crazy to me right it's like a year ago would ever think that i'd be watching mike tyson fight no yeah yeah sitting sitting in your dorm room and the bottom floor of maris and the exactly like and all that even like, yeah even yeah even for like logan's fight even being there it's like that was sold huge. out sold out staples arena you know being a foot away from Justin Bieber like that as well. Like that's lit. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. All right. And so getting back to like uh some being like getting back to networking. Yeah. What would you say are some of the important things? Like what advice could you give someone who's trying to network themselves into, you know, a good position or 
network themselves into more opportunities? Like what? what so, so I have a friend of mine. She goes to Mayor. She just graduated in Mayor. Okay. You probably know who she is. Okay. Gabby Ricciardi. You know who that is? She was. She took pictures for for the football team. Once I left. Sorry, if I saw, her, I definitely know her. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. when she started taking pictures and stuff, I was kind of mentoring her a little bit, yeah. right? And that's one of the things that she was struggling with was networking, mm-hmm. right? And she had got a when she started taking pictures and stuff, she had got an internship with the Jets. Right, to be a photographer for them. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know how to go about it. She was very timid. You know, she has a great personality, right? Yeah. She's very timid. And she would tell me like all the time, every time she'd go shoot, she'd tell me like what it was like. Da, da, da. I'm like, okay, cool. I've been around that experience, so I know how to act around people like that. Right. And I told her, look, you wanna make sure that you stand out. Not anything like crazy, but like that you show who you are, your personality. Right, especially if, if you have like a, a crazy cool personality like she does mm-hmm. right you want to put yourself aside from everybody else like everybody meets square people like super professional people that don't you know show who they really are yeah right so yep. i told her i'm like look you're on these football players you're around um all these people that just want to hang out with somebody cool right all these photographers at the jets game they're all squares they're all sitting there shooting they're all older people too they're all older people i'm like you're young you're 21 20 years old show your your personality Mm because who knows if you're if you're showing your personality you're showing who you are jamal adams is going to come up next to you like oh i like your personality do you have any pictures that you snapped you're more likely to stand out put it that way so she listened to me she did that and she got plugged in with a couple jets players i can't I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. But then she started shooting for them personally. Right. Right. And I was, and then they even told her, oh, like, I didn't even know you were like this. Like, you have a crazy cool personality. Da, da, da. And I told them, like, yeah, just be yourself. You know, do your thing. Don't be a square. Yeah. Show people who you really are. And it's like, she kept doing that. She kept showing them, joking around with people, like, showing her personality and talking to more people. I'm like, be put yourself out there don't be so timid don't be so like what's the worst they can say it's like no yeah or like no thank you it's like right. so put yourself out there and by doing that she got so many more connections which led her to landing a position to be the Mets photographer right Me? so now she's shooting so now she's shooting for the Jets and the Mets right yeah. as their daytime photographer and it's like by just like being yourself and you know not being fake and not, you know, wanting to create a relationship rather than just be so static, mm-hmm. it's going to help you immensely. And that's that's basically what I do. It's like, don't be so, you know, so much of a square when it comes to it. And it's like, it worked out well for her. And, you know, it worked out well for my friend Gus, right, who does the same thing. Now he's doing the same thing. He, he's filming with, like, Nike, Adidas, Gatorade, all that stuff. Yep. And it's like, it works out for them. And it's like, I just wish more people with great personalities like that would would um, be more of themselves, you know, show who they really are. Right. You know, it's nothing like, well, the worst that can happen is like, no, you're not going to mess anything up because it's like your skills, you know, your skills are going to talk for themselves. You know, yeah. it, it's just, it's just going to be a plus that you have a great personality. You're, you're outgoing. You like to talk. 
right? It, it's just a plus to, to how good you can shoot or whatever. But in, in terms of like other people, let's say you're not like a photographer or videographer mm-hmm. or any of that, even putting yourself out there and being different from everybody else, because everybody's going to be static. Everybody's going to be the same. Everybody's going to play it safe. Exactly. But if you if you decide to be not bold, but like bold, yeah. Um, you're gonna it's gonna make you stand out from other people, and it's like you're gonna be remembered versus like the thirty other people that acted the same or said the same thing. Right. Yeah. So that's just like something bigger that I think works for a lot of people. Yeah. Even in networking, like not being afraid to go up to somebody, not being afraid to talk to anybody. But you know, at the end of the day, people are just people. You know, whether if it's like someone as big as like Logan Paul, Jake Paul, you know, if it's you, if it's me, if it's anybody really, if it's no. you know, you know, Coach Parody football team, it's like <laughs> people are just people, you know. No. So it's like it, it, it. At the end of the day, it's like don't be afraid to talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be afraid to be yourself to show your personality. And yeah, it's going to work out better than if you're playing it safe and if you're acting so static. Yeah. You know, when you're meeting somebody. Dude, absolutely. Like that's that's some great advice and uh you mentioned like your skills will speak for itself. What um what advice would you give someone who's trying to get into film or uh photography or editing? Uh, what advice would you give them in terms of, you know, how developing their, their skills to a point where they can do it professionally or at a high level? Um, one sec, let them finish. Sending a voice memo. Oh, I see. Um, so the advice that I'd give somebody as they're coming up, uh, I've told this to a couple of people as well, and they've, they've used it. It's basically, okay, uh, everybody has the same excuse. I don't have a good camera. I don't have anything to shoot. I don't have this. I don't have that. You don't need a good camera to shoot. You could use your iPhone, especially now since iPhones have crazy good cameras. Yep. You know, you just need a, maybe a little stabilizer, a little tripod, whatever. Like, there's different hacks and techniques to doing stuff. You know, um, it's being creative with it. So basically working and putting in work to learning stuff, you know, so like you could film anything, bro, and make it and make it look crazy dope. You could film random people and make it look crazy dope, you know, so it's like there shouldn't really be an excuse. You You could watch YouTube videos. There's thousands of YouTube videos out there that show you how to edit better, how to film better. To learn how to get different angles cooler angles or like different tricks to use with the camera when you're shooting when you're shooting like videos or pictures mm-hmm. there's thousands of videos out there that teach you how to edit pictures you know but also like not so much copying that style but also making it your own mm-hmm. in a way and creating your own style but in terms of like practicing and working to become a better videographer photographer editor whatever it is just working you know, not giving an excuse. Oh, I don't have film. I don't have any of it. You could even use like stock footage or YouTube videos as like as videos. And yeah, you just practice your editing. 
Mm-hmm. Or you could film stuff on your phone or a GoPro, you know, or a, any other cheap camera, right? Right. Like, it, it could literally be anything, anything. Like, examples, like, Jake's put out a music video. I shot some of it on a VHS, right? It came out dope. They put it in a music video. Yeah. It's like, it could be as simple as not even an iPhone. It could be a VHS camera, dude. <laughs> And like that's honestly like that's a cool style to to to, to work like, with too a VHS. Is that the one that you like look into like with the yeah look- yeah 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 <laughs> oh my yeah God. bro yes it's in I, oh my, my shots are in my shots are in Jake's new music video you know so it's like like it, it, there's no excuse right you know what I'm saying it's just like learning how to edit which you could do that on YouTube creating your own style so what you like right. Right. And just filming random stuff. Eventually, you're going to start filming, filming some cooler stuff, you know. I wasn't filming cool stuff, you know. I literally was filming my fo- like the football team in high school, and they weren't that good. Yep. So I was literally, and, and my videos, I made them look like they were, like, top five best players in Florida. Yeah, like, exactly. I made them look, I made them look baller. Like, a, yeah. another perfect example, Lemaire's team, dude. It's yeah. like, they weren't. They weren't the best, but like I made them look like they were like a SEC D one team. Yeah. You know? No, you so made it's like some dope, dope, dope content with that. So that's like that's what I'm saying. It's like even picture wise, like I made them look like they were like better than they were. And it was just like with the craft of like video and pictures, you're able to do that. Yeah. And it's just like learning and practicing and, and putting in the work to learn more is it's gonna get you better. You know, it's just like I, I had somebody call me a couple months ago from Marist. He graduated, and he was asking me tips and stuff. I'm like, bro, just film random stuff. Even if you're doing a photo shoot, shoot behind the scenes of the photo shoot. Put together a little video of some people, whatever. You can make it look dope. It's like 30 seconds, 45 seconds, a minute, and you can make it look dope. Right? Yep. Just be creative with it. You know, be creative with the editing. Put your own style. Put your own touch to it, and you're gonna make something dope. You know, yeah, some people are not gonna like it, but then use that to craft it and make it better you know maybe somebody didn't like this transition okay then tweak the transition to how you like it better mm-hmm. or and and who knows maybe by accident i've done this all bunch of times by accident you make something dope you make a dope transition or you make something dope you know it's like i've done it so many times and it's like who knows and, and now i know how to do ten thousand more different transitions by an accident you know so it's like it's stuff like that. And then once you start learning how to edit better, you start learning more about sound and videos, which plays a big role in videos. Um, which by just sound, you could have the world's like, like the crappiest video. But if you put some crazy sound into it, man, <laughs> that video will go from like a two to like an eight. Exactly, like exactly. Um, But like, it's stuff like that. Just little techniques, different things, little touches that, can improve you know somebody's videos tremendously even like you know editing some pictures you know creating your own style to it your own touch you know so and it's also by looking at inspiration when you're editing pictures there's a lot of inspiration that can help you different photographers that take some different pictures like i would say like inspiration as like poses or like a type of look that you're going for Mm -hmm. um like yeah the, the like the internet's so big that you can literally not know anything about like videography or photography and you'd go online and within a month 
you'll literally be a professional. Yep. <laughs> so it's like it, it's insane. And like me, I I learned mostly through YouTube. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude, thank you so much. Like, of course. This is of course, this of is course. Great, this is some great stuff. Um, is there anything else you'd like to you'd like to say? Uh, podcast no that that should be it man thank you for having me hey of course thank you so much for coming on all right so that was the podcast with marcos guerrero the assistant to jake paul uh marcos thanks again for coming on of course thank you thank you all right man and uh i'll talk to you soon talk to you soon brother